The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This is for you. This is for you and me and who we see when we see each other. This is for all. This is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. Your brother. Hey there, listeners. Hey there. You're not Big crazy things are happening. Anymore. We'll talk about it during the show. You're listening to Waking Up in America, dynamic radio dialogues on Life Today in America. Uh, and I'm here with Randy Shannon and Mike Vitale, who seems to be joining the team as one of the conversations here. We love having you here, Mike. So... We're going to talk about some very interesting things today, and uh, one of them has to do with a revaluation, and I think it's happening this weekend. So, all you torchbearers, join us as we light our torches for freedom, intelligence, and mutual respect, and celebrate the vibrancy of this 200, actually 2,000-year-old flame, Sidious Altius Fortius, swifter, higher, stronger. Remember, Greece was the world's first republic. And uh, our republic is coming back again, so I'm very happy about that. Bob Costa of the Home Shopping Network says we're doing radio that is changing the world. Oh, my God. Are we? Well, we're on top of it, and we're, we're out there, and we're talking, and um, we're talking about stuff that isn't talked about on radio or television much because radio and television are frequently owned by the dark cabal, if you've heard that conversation. So the world is changing. We're in the middle of a, mm, I'm gonna, a middle of maybe 2,000 years, maybe the same time that, that that flame was going in Greece. Men, and I'm going to say mostly men, were plotting how they could take advantage of the world and put the money and the, the people of the world in their pockets. And so if you've been feeling tight and cramped, that's because... You've been turned into a slave, and we'll talk about that this morning, and we'll talk about a few other things, too. But if you happen to hear a telephone ringing or a dog barking during the show or even an angel singing, we call in from our homes and offices all over the United States to cause this program. Mike Vitale, our announcer, he lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And Randy Shannon, I'll let you speak for yourself. Well, good morning. I'm so glad to be on the show today. It's a, another beautiful day here in Miami, and um, it's been a very busy week with 42action.org, uh, and our so. web design company has had a lot of things going on. It's a, it's a busy week around the country. What, what was your busyness on 42action.org? Oh, we've had some incredible cases come across, come through over the last week, uh, cases where uh, we've had victories, and uh-huh. um, I'll, I'll actually share some... I want to get uh, the the down and dirty details, uh, and maybe bring it to the show next week. We we just have a phenomenal guy. Maybe we should have him on. And he's found a way to pay the IRS with something called an international promissory note. And uh, literally, you make it up in your home, and it they accept it as real currency. 
who does? The IRS? Yes. Well, you know, that's interesting. (laughs) We'll see how that all plays out. I don't know how much longer the IRS is going to be collecting anything. Yeah, let's hope not not ever. (laughs) Let's hope they go away. Well, it sounds like they are, Randy, and that's something very interesting, too. But I'm real interested in hearing what this promissory note is. Yeah, it's uh, he got on our program. Uh, We do a just I host a law call. Uh, It's a very open dialogue call on Thursday nights, and uh, if anybody wants to be on it, they just have to go to 42action.org and just register in for free, and they'll get access to the one email a week I send out about the call, and uh, they just dial in and listen. And we had a a gentleman on from uh, the Tampa area. Eric, and he spoke for about 90 minutes, and he had several guests on that wrote these international promissory notes. They go to their bank, they get some kind of medallion signature, and it what works. A medallion, huh? What's a medallion signature? You know, that's the thing. i got to get all the details on it because I really <laughs> okay, don't know good. exactly what they're doing, but they've paid off all kinds of uh, foreclosure-type debts, and the bankers... Literally, when they hear that you walk in and you say, I need a medallion signature, uh, one banker will go get another so that they got a backup, and then they say, so are you going to pay this off right now? And they accept it right then and there as payment. It's incredible. So it's not just the IRS? No, it's, it's IRS. These people are using it for IRS. They're using it for foreclosures, all kinds of stuff. Oh, you know... You do know that I got that notice saying that I was 67 payments behind. Well, now it's 69. Yes, uh, I'll put you in touch with this gentleman because... Uh, oh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. He can walk you right through it. Well, Randy, I've got gold over here, too. Okay, I've seen pictures of people dancing in the street in Iraq. Do you know why? Wow. <laughs> because it's a long story but basically Iraq was taken out of chapter 7 on Thursday and they've been saying the whole time that this was what slowed things down mhm well taken out of chapter 7 means that the basket of currencies should be released i'm not quite sure how many are in the first basket i'm thinking it's something like 62 or 64 or 60 somewhere in the 60s okay and that mm-hmm. means the Iraqi don't the Iraqi dinar will be erased. It also means that the... Wait, my mouth is not working properly. It, <laughs> it means that the Iraqi dinar will be released. It means that the Vietnamese dong will be released. Dong. And would you say ding-dong, would you say? I said dong. <laughs> dong? Ding-dong. So anyway, we're all real excited here because we think it's happening this weekend. I've heard that bef- I've heard that before. You have, but what you have heard, <laughs> I mean for years, every every 2 minutes they tell you that the um that they're being released from chapter 7. I don't know if you know it or not, but according to some of the sources, the Iraqis were bad boys um that the the story I heard Mike was it was given to me as an analogy like this that you have a brother uh, two brothers living in the same house, and there's the older brother, and the younger brother sneaks into the older brother's bedroom and screws everything up and steals from the older brother, and then the older brother comes home, smacks the younger brother, which and they're claiming that the smack is actually um, 
the depression of the dinar, which was worth $3.22 back in 1992, okay? And they depressed it to, oh, gosh, I think it's about a thousandth of a penny. So there's huge opportunity here. And when they suppressed it like that, they've, they've kept their foot on the dinar on Iraq's neck, so to speak, and the dinar in turn, okay? So here we have the dinar repressed, and we have also that Iraq is put into Chapter 7, okay, which means that they have to pay off a certain amount of debts to get back into the trading world. So all these years, Iraq has had lots and lots of value. They're extremely mineral and oil-rich country, okay? And they've been being bad, bad boys with um, Kuwait. So here we've got Kuwait sitting over there. They've got the world behind them. And frankly, I think George W. Bush Sr. Is, was in it too. I think it was the thing called bumping. Do you know what bumping is? No. Oh, quickly. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, obviously. Bumping is when you drive the market up, Mike. Yeah. And then you pull it down so you can take advantage of it at the top and at the bottom. Oh, okay. I believe I, I believe that this was an Illuminati bump. Yeah. Okay, that's been going on. And I believe that George Bush Sr. was very much involved in this as well. Anyway, what's happened now is the Iraqis have paid back something like $10 billion to Kuwait, and Kuwait has forgiven them for their the things that they have done. Well, in that forgiveness... That has for I've been in the Iraqi dinar dong game for gosh over four years now. Dong. And this is the first. <laughs> I hear a bell. Anyway, I hear I could hardly sleep last night because I really believe we're on the edge of it, and everybody else that I know believes it too. The banks have been ready for like literally weeks. Part of what we got going on here, folks, is also the UST. Do you know what that is? The U.S. The U.S. What? It's the United States Treasury notes are going to replace the dollar. Yeah, I've heard that. Why? Okay. Well, why? Because oh, you're just such a perfect announcer, Mike. <laughs> the reason that they're replacing the dollar is that the dollar is basically good for toilet paper at this point, because the Federal Reserve and the Treasury have been just cranking it out with absolutely no gold or silver behind it. Back in the 1970s, Nixon told us, took us off the gold standard. So when he took us off the gold standard, then these guys, well, what the gold, let me just tell you for a moment what the gold standard actually means. It means that all U.S. dollars at that time were backed in gold and silver, so they actually had value to them, and their value would float as the um, economy went up and down. No such case here. What Bernanke and the rest of them have done, they have just wholesale produced trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars with absolutely no value behind them. So the dollar, oh gosh, at the turn of the 19th century, 20, into the 20th century, you could buy a quart of milk for a nickel. Okay? That's what the dollar is worth right now, a nickel. It used to be worth a dollar, and and if you look back in history and see what people could purchase for a dollar, OMG, a lot. Because it's not backed so, up with anything. Because it's backed up with nothing. Right. So it's 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 made deflation um, of the value of the dollar just go incredibly. So that's what's being rebalanced now. Do you guys know what a jubilee is? 
Uh, is that like some kind of uh, cake you can buy in the store? <laughs> you... That sounds yummy. Yeah, that, <laughs> I know. I, I'm go ahead. If you would tell us. I'm hungry. I, I, I'd, love, I'd love to have a bite. A jubilee in the Bible is uh, um, global forgiveness. No, I, I know, you know what it is. About... I, I know huh? what it. I know what it is. You're right. It's a jubilee. You were just being my straight guy, right? Yes. I appreciate that. So this this global forgiveness, um, the whole world has been structured on debt, and Randy knows about this too. The whole world has been structured on a debt economy, and none of the money you pay in income taxes, which we were just discussing briefly, goes to your income taxes. It actually goes to the 13 families so that they can get their little pockets fuller. Um, none of this, a lot of this money doesn't even really exist. It's all it's all electronic money. So this whole thing is being reestablished, and you have people all over the world fighting to get to have it happen because they're part of these thirteen families, and this is referred to frequently as the dark cabal. It's gone on for literally years. It's like maybe two thousand years. So that whole thing is shifting over, and I have just been so incredibly excited about this because I've been down the road. It's happening tomorrow for a long time. Yeah, that's also not a, that, that that's also not a be, uh, good thing either, huh? Don't you think? Because what does that mean? That, just, that means more people are going to centralize, or or less less people are going to have control over all the world's money. Less people are going. No, to No, there's going to be fewer people that will have control of the money. You know, they say five percent of the people of the world own most of the wealth. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 losing power right now, and they're very unhappy about it. Yeah, that's okay. one of the reasons we're getting all these harp machine attacks and things like that. These horrible weathers. Um, I don't know when you had the last one in Miami, but the one, that, um, Randy, but the one that happened in Oklahoma that was totally harp generated. Hmm. What what's harp? It's a it's a a machine that actually, you know, it, it, they're related to chemtrails actually. Okay, so when they come and they spray those white chemtrails over your house, you should guys should Google chemtrails and find out just how horrible that is. Yeah, they're literally killing killing us with chemtrails. There's one of the designs of this particular group of human beings, and Bill Gates is one of them, is to reduce the population of the world, and that includes you. So the chemtrails contain uh, aluminum uh, and other things, and part of what that aluminum is that's in the chemtrails is used as an antenna, so to speak, to make the heart machines work. And the heart machines actually cause the um, atmosphere in a particular area. Like if you had a heart machine that had, and they were focusing on Miami, you could actually tell it, Randy, because mm-hmm. the heart machines make the the weather patterns go uh, counterclockwise, I believe. Also, you know, Fukushima was a heart machine attack. Part of why I couldn't figure out why they were doing this since we were on to them. And just recently, I heard that the reason that they were doing it was to distract us from taking them down. Oh. Well, at least there isn't yeah. that, I, At least I haven't seen any drones around my house, so... Oh, man, uh, drones? Did you see? Did you get a copy of the email that I sent out that actually showed what a drone can see yeah. from seventeen thousand feet? That's what I. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, you know, I'm just looking out the window now. <laughs> the the drones. Uh, it's frightening what 
what so, Mike has just referred so to. So we really don't have freedom anymore, and I think things are tightening up, and I think this revaluation with the other countries will mean more control for those countries that want more control of the world. This is where it's all going, a one-world government. Actually, it's not going to be a one-world government. What's actually going to happen is, is that, first of all, this reevaluation. I mean, not only were these countries suppressed, we've been suppressed. They've been chipping away at our personal freedoms, which was what makes the work that Randy, that you do, Randy, it makes it like brilliant and appreciated. I want to thank you uh-huh. for your courage in that. Thank you. I mean, it's you know we get a. It's not just me. I mean, I. I don't have anywhere near the expertise some of the guests that come on do. They are just, they blow me away every week, some of the yeah, people we I, have I on totally there. Yeah, I totally get it. Well, yeah. as you noticed, I'm 60, now 69 payments behind. That's because they're not getting my money. And mm-hmm. fortunately, we've got friends. Uh, Tad Patterson has a group of people that help him. Both Tad Patterson, um, Kelby Smith has been very helpful to me. He was one of the people that saved my house once for a whole year. He did it with something called an electronic trans- transfer, funds transfer, EFT. Mm-hmm. There's just all different kinds of ways that they get to do it. You know, I don't know if you know, but I was actually told that I could be sent to jail if I didn't stop what I was doing in the Republic. I was a peace ambassador. And a couple of us were told we would be sent to jail for life without possibility of parole. Wow. Yeah. That was their way of trying to stop us. And uh, as long as, uh, uh, what, you know, they call one of the alphabet agencies, as long as they're in control or have the option over us, they can do anything they bloody well want. I mean, T- James Timothy Turner, you know, something that is important to both of us and to all of us too probably, including you, Mike, you know, he's still in jail. They tricked him. And why they tricked him was he had a billion-dollar lien against him. <laughs> so they yeah, didn't they don't like, like that. that. Yeah, they didn't like that at all. Even even it was so bad, I heard um, Vivian was there at, at the trial, and what she said was even the judge didn't like it, which I found amazing. So the thing that was amazing to me, too, is when the FBI came to visit me and they asked me not to use their real names, but truthfully at this point I've forgotten them, they didn't like what was going on either. And they not only left me alone, they told me that I appreciated what I was doing because they thought I was, there was a complaint that I might be inciting people to riot. I'm not inciting you to be riot. I'm inciting you to be intelligent. Right. And that's what we're offering here. And this is actually known as intelligent radio. So, Well, sometimes. It looks to me. Huh? Well, you got to wonder who well, uh, so, made the comment. So, so sometimes. Which, which comment? Uh, that you were inciting people, you do have a right to face your accuser, so you ought to. You should have asked that. Well, way. it was probably Ooh. NSA, you know. Yeah, could be. They yeah, could I mean, check us out. Yeah, I mean, they've targeted. Look what the look what they've been doing targeting conservative groups or groups that don't have the same ideology as the current administration. There was a point, Mike, when I heard that anybody that signed petitions. They were then under Big O's eyes, okay? And under Big O's eyes, uh, they were threatened with... I'm trying to remember. I want to be accurate, and I can almost be accurate here. But they wanted to do something like remove their U.S. citizenship or some darn thing. I mean, the list of stuff that this guy is up to and the the, um, the, the lies and deceptions that are coming out of his mouth are staggering. I mean, especially when he's in 
came into this country as an Indonesian foreign exchange student through Occidental College. Remember when we had Orly Tats on? Yeah. She's running yeah. into a lot of success this week, too, by the way, Randy. Oh, she's great. So, yeah. she's. I, I was actually looking for it. I, she's, she's actually successfully filing cases against them, okay, against the president. for he's She's a, what they call a birther, meaning mm-hmm. that he wasn't born in the United States, so he's not legal citizen at all. And the advantages of this, if they can really get the courts to stand up behind it, the results of this could be that everything he's ever signed, including Obamacare, is going to be worthless. It will mean nothing because all of his signatures will be voided. Oh, wouldn't that be incredible? Yes, yes, that would be incredible. Yes, yes. Hey, did you hear, by the way, he, he went to uh, Kenya or something this last week? Senegal. And uh, everybody Senegal. was out there with their signs that said, Welcome home. And the press asked him about that. <laughs> I heard that he went to Kenya, but I didn't hear about that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, actually, I have family that went there and did one of the uh, safaris. They went out, and, and uh, this was years ago. And that sign that you see out there, it says, uh, Birthplace of Obama. Right. Barack I've, seen, Obama. I've actually he, seen that sign. Yeah. Well, he, okay, I've only seen pictures, but my uncle went there and, after he left the airport, they actually saw the actual sign, and uh, he said that everybody asked, "How is our How is our uh, guy doing?" You know, and he, you know, didn't want to. He's in their country, so he didn't want to ruffle any feathers, but didn't like him, and just said, "Oh, he's fine." And so they were all proud and happy. He's from there. That's the bottom line. Right. When I said I saw the sign, I saw, actually more accurately saw the picture of the sign. Okay, yeah. here's here's the interesting thing uh, about all of that. Everybody knows that. What I couldn't figure out why you couldn't get him out of office, and here's what I, I was told, Randy, and you might want to reflect on this too, Mike. What I was told was that you can't get him out of office because he isn't president of the United States. That's right. Capital, He's just the capital. CEO of the corporation. Right. Yeah, he's simply the CEO of the corporation, and they don't have that obligation. Right. Right. That's why I think it's going to a one-world government. It's all together with all other uh, corporations and countries coming together. Well, that's what they've been trying to do, but that's what this whole RV is all about, Mike. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You know what? what, 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 You're going to have 120 million new millionaires in the world. Okay, so it can't be a debt economy anymore. Okay, back to you, Mike. No, I just quickly want to say, why don't we hear this stuff in the news? Why? Why don't you pretend you know and tell us? I would love to. I think, you know... If you knew, what would you say? Well, I would do something about it. This is exactly what's been happening. The thing is, it was so corrupt and so awful that people... Didn't, couldn't even hold the concept that they had been had their our country stolen from us. They couldn't get that. I mean, first of all, these are the guys that have been writing the history books for two thousand years too. Right. So they're not about to tell you the truth. I mean, Abraham Lincoln was my my favorite president. I I I have this bust of him on my desk. I used to have it on my desk. I've taken it off, but his head was always bowed. <laughs> right? And I thought, you know, there was just the sadness of the Civil War and stuff. Well, he's the one that started this screwball situation in the U.S. anyway. 
when he walked out of, when the South walked out of Congress, when they were supposed to ratify, was it the Fourteenth Amendment? Um, yeah, yeah, it 90? was. Okay, so when when the South walked out of Congress and didn't ratify it, everything since then has been baloney because he said, well, let's pretend they did. And then it was 1871, I think it was like February the 22nd or some darn thing, um, in 1871 that the corporation was formed. And since then we've been going to hell in a handbasket. It's taken them a while to um, you know, gather the strength to have us in the situations that we do. But they're poisoning people through the air, they're poisoning people with shots. Autism in the U.S. has gone up something like, oh, God, in the last 10 years, something like 30%. And they also, also push they also push the flu virus. Get a flu shot. Get a flu shot. That stuff is laced with mercury. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, my friend uh, Gail Ellen, she nearly died of that flu shot. I've known a lot of people that, that have gotten very sick. The big thing that they're doing now is uh, they're, they're, they used to not give things like that to pregnant women. And if you read the fine print in the brochures, it says don't give it to pregnant women. But now they're giving them to them and saying, oh, don't worry about it. But it, it does cross into the child, and you definitely don't want to do that. But it's, well, if you go to any drugstore when it's flu season, they're highly encouraging it. Oh, totally. And now Belgium. I mean, I can't believe what Belgium is doing. I, I should have checked to see what's happened on that. But in front of the Belgium, um, I think they're a par- parliament. Autism in their country is, in, has gone up like 30, 40%. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not, can't remember if it's a period of five years or 10 years. But here's the deal on this. And this is Belgium's solution, okay, is to euthanize these children. They're, they're, they actually have a vote in front of their con- their congressional or assembly body right now on whether to euthanize uh, autistic children. I ha- yes, I have heard that, and you got to wonder: did they get <clears throat> did the mother get the flu shot prior to? Uh, you know, because these are things. It doesn't that... say that, but I bet you a hundred thousand million dollars that they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, There's know. an interesting I, story out. Um, it's a Canadian story. I don't know if you heard it, but um, it was up in Canada. It was up in uh, Alberta. They evacuated, and I forget what the reason was, but it was about 100,000 people from the town. And then after they evacuated the people, they went in and they knocked down the doors of, of the homes that were locked, and they went through and uh, did a complete search and seizure of every gun in every house. Yeah, I heard. I, uh, and, then the, and they won't give them back, Randy, unless they can prove ownership. Right. Yeah, so I saw that. how many people have that of, of their actual gun? So that's kind of interesting. People ought to be aware of that story because uh, if that's what's to come. And I guess people aren't going to, you know, people are not going to roll over for that. So if you're a cop and you went in and you did that, can you imagine the backlash? Yeah, well, Canada's beginning to stand up, okay. I used to think that Canada was like 20, 30 years behind us in a way that I liked. I remember watching Canadian TV, and they were telling us how to make a good cup of tea as part of the mm-hmm. news report. You know, I, quite, My family is from Canada, and I've always been very proud of being from there. They're going through hell right now. And um, I watched some video uh, on them beating up people in the streets just for standing there. You know, the police. Oh, yeah. So, so something's going on, and 
in Canada as well. And I hadn't, I'm all, I hadn't heard anything in particular about Canada other than they had been. What was it? I'm trying to remember what world court sanctioned them for um, euthanizing. I think Indians, Indian, Indians, something like that. And that was the first time I'd really heard anything about Canada, and that was a few months back. Now every place I turn, they're they're having rioting all over the place, and they're not having rioting because the people are rioting. The people were standing there, or they were having a peaceful thing. They're having rioting because the police were going around clubbing them. Right. I I, I think I, I think that's why people are just so ticked off or just frustrated because, you know, they see what goes on in our country, they see what goes on in the world, like, oh, why the hell try? I mean, why should I keep fighting this? You know, forget it. You know, the Republicans the Republicans aren't going to put up a fight with Obama and the Democrats. Why should I even be? Why should I care anymore? I mean, I mean, I I see that. I I, I get a feeling and a sense from people. You know why? Why why should I put up with this if this doesn't change? I'll tell you why you should put up with it because whether you know it or not, they're in the minority. I think probably of the buggers that are in the world, probably one percent of them are causing this mischief. Okay, and when you stand up and say like Mahatma Gandhi did, Mahatma Gandhi didn't pick up a gun. He stood up and he said, "No more." You don't get to do this. And then he also said, I'm going to fast until you stop. I don't know if I could stand that one. I've been trying fasting for three days. It's a bit rough. I think he fasted 40 or some outrageous number of days. And he told people just to stand up and say no. And they did. And India is free. In fact, it's you know been one of the freer countries in the world ever since the Br- British yoke was broken. At the same time, when you go to India, you see that it's a rather nice, it's a rather nice country. You know, it's um, and the English, for their part of it, they actually rebuilt a lot of the structures that wouldn't be there, but they also unbuilt a lot of stuff that would be there. I want to take a moment here and thank our uh, the people that actually sponsor Waking Up in America. I just actually, this is news for you guys. I'm working on a deal with Patricia Bragg to get us a, a, the drink, the um, apple cider vinegar drink that is so good and it is so healthy. And as of today, I'm actually declaring that as the drink of waking up in America, okay? So it's the, every day is a good idea if you drink um, vinegar water. And apple cider vinegar is what Patricia Bragg does. And her father actually opened the first the first health food store in 1919. And here she is, and she's full of it, and she's pumping along, and she's recommending that we drink vinegar water every day. And I said, let's make a deal, Patricia. So they're going to discuss that. Keep your fingers crossed, guys, because I'm just wanting her to send us some um, vinegar water every month. So, ha, ha, ha. You know what's, you know what's, <laughs> what re- you know what's really good? The apple cider vinegar, and then you put some honey in it, and you stir it up, mix it up. Oh, yum. I just mixed up some last night, and it's in the refrigerator. You can make it yourself, and I use uh, Patricia Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Another thing I use, and because I went off coffee about mm, four or five months ago because I've been having all kinds of physical problems, and I thought the caffeine was doing something. And mm-hmm. um, I started drinking English tea because everybody tells you tea is better, right? Uh, the caffeine level is lower. Well... It caused me horrible pains in my knees and back and stuff before I put two and two together, and then I got off English tea. And I I drink Sir Jason Winter's tea because I like it, but I didn't drink Sir Jason Winter's tea 
because I wanted it to help me. I just thought I love the peach tea. So I'm now drinking Sir Jason Leonard tea because it has no caffeine in it and it has a history for making things really good. And as you look at at um, your consumption of these beverages by substituting the apple cider vinegar for, um, say, a, a Coke or a iced tea or something of that nature, it just makes me watch my socks when they give you regular iced tea and then they call it diet iced tea. Because they've already messed up all the other teas with all this crud they drop into it. So <laughs> then, they, then they call it diet iced tea. Bad news, Arizona, because you're the one that's doing that, and I think that's bad news. And I'm going to give you some other bad news after I give get you a list of the good news that's going on here. Protandin, it takes your blood back to the age of 20. Uh, it it pu- helps purify your blood, and when it does that, it's a natural product. You can find all these things that I'm talking about at our website at wakingupinamerica.com. Okay, these things that I'm speaking of right now, they're on the right-hand side of the page, and then Tad Patterson has You Have the Right and Randy Shannon. You'll see her pretty face there, too. Uh, Just more than a pretty face you are, Randy. More than a pretty face. You'll see Marketing with the Stars, which is part of. Huh? I had it it muted there for a moment. Thank you for that. (laughs) Oh, listen, I'm going to tell you some exciting news because I did some very interesting stuff this week. My body is beginning to rebalance now that I'm not doing the um, coffee, the caffeine in any way, and I'm doing radionics and some other things. Uh, we don't have time to cover all that this morning, but I'm actually much calmer and I'm sleeping better and all kinds of until this this reevaluation thing. I've been on that trail for four years. Anyway, we want to thank El Pinto Restaurant in Albuquerque. And hey, by the way, Mike. Jim has said that he just might give us dinner over there. Hey. He will. Ooh. Now so that. if you're in Albuquerque, too, you can go to this destination restaurant that's actually owned by Jim and John, the Salsa Twins, and their father started this restaurant over 50 years ago. And the reason they call it a destination restaurant is literally people come from all over the world to hop in there. Especially, We're also very much be, behind alkaline water. Especially okay, in alkaline the... Re- Especially, huh? especially in the fall is when people like to go to El Pinto from around the world. Oh, that means, that means you, doesn't it, Mike? <laughs> well, the balloon fiesta, right? It's true. It's true. When is that this year? Do you know? I think it's the first week in October it usually is. So, Randy, we're going to take a shot at going to Albuquerque. You get to meet Mike in person. Oh, I cannot wait. And it's a, it's a real classy radio station, too, KTBL. I love it. I have my little I, I have my little media tag that I carry around, and it gets me into all kinds of outrageous places, and I'll tell you what some of them are in a moment. We have Linda Caymans at lindacaymans.com, and that's spelled Linda, like Linda, and then K-A-M-M-I-N-S.com. And this woman can help you with your hair. She sells her products online, too, if you're getting thinning. If you're men and women, if your hair is beginning to thin, women, you may want to, just check your age and your hair color. You know, I happen to like um, I happen to like Formula 43. <laughs> but what this woman does with your head, if you're there in person, is the best head rub you ever had in your whole life. And I asked her what she was particularly known for, and she said they were particularly one of the things they were particularly known for was helping people get their hair back through stimulating the brain, the uh, hair follicles and such. So 
check her out. I love her products. I'm naturally curly-haired, and when I use her products, my hair is like it was when I was a teenager. So I just want to tell you, she's got some special stuff going on there. We've got Marketing with the Stars, and they actually send out, they send out like 100,000 emails for a very, very reasonable price, and the people are, are intelligent people, so you want to check that out. If you're interested in finding out what Tad Patterson and you have the right are up to, send me an email at val at mailhouse.com and let you know that you heard about us from waking up in America. So how about that? So you want to hear it? You want to hear the thing I pulled off? Backstage with Lily Tomlin. Oh, you're kidding. (laughs) You've been keeping that a secret. (laughs) Actually, I sent you an email, and some people didn't get them of myself backstage with Lily Tomlin. And what I will have to tell you is that along with this joyous moment comes a conversation on scalping, since we were just talking about um, getting your scalp right. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know, have you ever heard the term scalper for tickets? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, I have a direct feeling, experience, of what it feels like to be scalped without seeing it coming. Okay, so I really wanted a ticket in the orchestra for Lily Tomlin, and I figured if I was going to get there, I had got no. I I had the money for it, you know, and I was wanted to sit right up in front and see Lily Tomlin. So I went to a place called Ticket Liquidators. Bad boys. Always, if you're buying a ticket, try to get the ticket through the venue. Okay, and the reason that would be is that my seventy-nine dollar ticket they sold to me for two hundred and fifty-one dollars. Right. And it was a bad seat. It wasn't even Scalpers where it was buy them all up early, and then they turn around and sell them to yeah. people like you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so then they had the gall. This is ticket liquidators. They had the gall to send me uh, an email the next day asking me to post on fa- Facebook how I liked the, con- the um, concert. What I do you think you... I said? I said that the concert was terrific and they were criminals. And I said... Yeah. I don't mind a service charge, but when I pay over three times the face value of the ticket, then you're crimin- the, these guys are criminals. I hear a lot and of And I said, I promise that I'm mentioning it on my radio show. I hear a lot of oh, those. Oh, good. A lot of those sites are like that, by the way, because I go to sporting events, and they do that, too. They really jack it up, and then they Three times? Well, they do that. That was the whole reason Garth Brooks was thinking about getting out of the music industry. Did you know that? No. Because Who? of these ticket scalpers. Absolutely robbing his fans. Who is this got out? Uh, Garth Brooks. Well, he didn't really? get out, but he he was going to because he was so outraged at all of this. Well, Lily was really outraged about it too. Here's what I did, folks, and it's always worthwhile. If you think I was sitting there with my seventy-nine dollar, two hundred and fifty-one dollar ticket, sitting in a, if they'd even put me where I bought it, I might have not be quite so annoyed. I just kept standing there, going, "This is wrong." This is wrong, and the usher is going, well, what's what's happening here? And she goes, I paid $251 for this ticket, and I'm sitting in this seat. This is wrong. It was like way up on the side and the first thing to the, you know, right on the aisle on the left. You kind of had to, mm-hmm. like, almost look sideways to even see the stage. So the ushers thought it was wrong, too. So they told me to go down to the box office, and I went down to the box office, showed them my ticket, and told them that I was just majorly upset and it wasn't their fault, but is there anything they could do? Well, they gave me a ticket for sixth row in the orchestra. Wow. 
so how was that? I mean, that was a role. I mean, you know, truthfully, Lily Tomlin is worth it. <laughs> if mm-hmm. I hadn't known the discrepancy of what the what they had done, and when I talked to the um, venue, they said you didn't buy your ticket from us. You should remember to do that. Well, I didn't even see them. I was supposed to have looked under up under Sigerstrom Hall. Anyway, I used my radio pass, and I know Lily, uh, Lily from the 1970s, and I hadn't really talked to her in years. But here's the cool thing that happened, you guys. When she walked into the room when I was backstage, <laughs> she looked at me, and she just looked at me, and squinted her eyes, and she goes, I know that face from somewhere. Who are you? <laughs> and it had been like 40 years since I'd actually talked to her at any length. We were in the mm-hmm. first ERA march together back in the 1970s. And then I crossed tracks with her, you know, for a minute or so other places. And then she came up and she said, that was the first one we ever did and all this stuff. And she told, she turned around to everybody in the room and she said, you can all go home now. So, Wow. Thank you, Lily Tomlin. And I have contacted her office and she is going to be reviewing our programs. And uh, I think she's going to love them personally. So I got my fingers crossed because Ernestine, do you guys remember Ernestine? Her character. We're the phone company and we don't care. Yeah. Okay, well, you know Mm -hmm. where Ernestine works now? (laughs) No. She works for a health agency denying insurance. Oh, wow, yeah. That's really. Tomlin is amazing. That's outstanding. Sounds like it was a blast, too. The whole program overall was incredible. She's been at it for... It's it's fun because you can watch her characters develop. Uh, I was talking to her publicist yesterday, Randy, and I was telling her about how I've seen her... I saw her do the same show, In Search of Intelligent Signs of the Universe. I saw her do that show twice, and then as she was doing this show, it's kind of like all the characters have evolved. She has a favorite set of characters, but she generates from a different place. One show I saw, I don't know how to explain it, but it looked like one character would step next to the other character, would step next to the other character. It was almost like watching them develop in a a line, okay, say from Mm -hmm. left to right. The next time I saw her doing the same show, there was a way that she had to present the character that came out of her center of her body. And the third show, this one that I saw this this last time, she developed her characters. It'd be like she'd sink down and then she'd arise and the character would come with her. And she was telling me that it's organic. And so I was thinking about it, how interestingly that the characters came from a different position. And I don't know if it has to do with her spiritual evolution or not, but it's really powerful. It's like... You can almost, she'll put her head down, and when she comes up, she's this different character, and it's got a whole set of movements to them. Uh, one of my favorites was one called Crystal. Not that she didn't do Crystal this time, but Crystal was a paraplegic that used to go hang gliding. She's just got wonderful, wonderful, wonderful characters, and um, she claimed that she made a mistake and didn't do something right, and probably in her world she did. But the way she, quotes, made the mistake, and I'm putting quote signs around that, by doing that, she actually, the audience was like totally with her, and she's so present, and she's so totally in the moment that she's just absolutely amazing. And it turns out, I had gone to her book signing, Randy, because I wanted to meet her, because I heard 
at that time, it was about well, ten years ago, that she'd been in a long-term relationship with Jane Wagner. And when I started, um, when I was talking to the publicist yesterday, she said they're actually the longest relationship in Hollywood and have been for a long time. And what else? She, when I started to research the the different awards and things that Lily had won over the years, most of that material was written by Jane Wagner. So, oh wow. When you take a look at power couples and you say, well, it has to be a man and a woman or it has to be whatever it has to be, no, it doesn't. These two have not only been terrifically recognized, she got standing ovations. She has a way of being authentic and out in her world. She has a way of um, letting people know that what her lifestyle is, and she does it in such a way that there's no degradation of anybody else they're just appreciation for who she is they gave her a standing we gave her a standing ovation a couple of times so lily tomlin you rock and um i hope you're able to join us soon she's a very 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 busy woman and i just appreciate all the times i've crossed track with you and look ticket liquidators go suck because if i have anything (laughs) to do about it um everybody's going to know that they need to go to the venue and that creeps like you are just as bad as the Illuminati and everything else because you're you're just raking it in off the citizens and there would be no problem with a $20 charge or anything like that for you getting a ticket. But when your charge is almost $200 more than the ticket price, well, not quite 200 maybe $175 more above the ticket price, go to it. You know which direction I mean, and it isn't heaven. So there. Do you have anything you would like to rant on? Well, that's business in America. Uh, yeah, you know, greed, the downfall of our nation. How about that? You're, you experienced it this past week. Scalping. Um, <laughs> I, I feel scalped. I really, 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 I had to laugh. I feel scalped. I didn't get the word until uh, Saturday. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the Bible does say it's the root of all evil. Uh, you know me, I always kind of take it to the to the cops and the court system. You know, traffic tickets. Those are the cash cow of the court system. There's uh, no other quote unquote crime that's as profitable for the state or the local governments than traffic tickets. You know, there's crime everywhere. They could, they, you know, there's whole cities being destroyed by crime, and yet more and more cops are added to the system and to the tax base. You know, taxpayer dollars paying all of that. So the, I mean, when you add a new cop to your town, just know that you just gave yourself a traffic ticket or something sooner or later. So that's that's kind of you know, I hate that greed. You you experienced the ticket scalper greed. I hate the, I hate the ticket greed just because I'm well, so I involved in the Well, I heard something interesting yesterday about this. And did you have anything you wanted to say, Mike, before I shift into this? No, I was I, I was I was just going to say that you know what? That's business in America. You know. You know what? I will. I don't want to do any customer service. I just want to rip you off. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, you could go into the with that reasoning. You could go into the electric company because Tesla, who was, I believe, murdered, wasn't he? Yeah. Nikola I Tesla. So. I yeah, believe he was. he was murdered because yeah. he was trying to give America free electricity. Yeah. So you might want to check out Nikola's Tesla guys because he was brilliant. He was in. He yeah, he was in the 1800s. He was rubbed. He out. actually developed a system that Edison took credit for. What are you going to say, Mike? And now people are going to jail. You know that, right? Getting arrested, going to jail, getting citations for collecting rainwater. 
to reuse. What? Yeah. Oh, really? You know what's interesting, too? I was just wait, in wait, Arkansas. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean collecting rainwater? How can they ticket you for that? Oh, there's a there's a guy who has a car dealership, and I want to say it was Oregon or California, and he set up a system for the rain, collected all the rainwater, and then they reused it to wash their vehicles. And uh, the city came by and said, no, you can't do that. And his little operation of collecting rainwater to reuse to wash the vehicles was shut down. And he got cited for that. It's happening all over Oregon. What was the charge, though? Uh, collecting rainwater. Come on. There's no statute anywhere for collecting <laughs> rainwater. Give me a break. Actually, they, charge? Believe it or not, these silly politicians have passed laws that say that you cannot do that, and they have done that. Oh, my God. And they so when, they, when, when you pass it, as long as nobody challenges those things, when, when they're going through, then you get a guy who runs a car dealership and tries to do something good for the uh, environment, and they, get, they shut him down for it. Well, of course, because that would be that would actually let maybe somebody win, and the whole thing is to keep us as slaves. But you know, they came into a Venice restaurant like two years ago. FBI, by the way, guns drawn because they were selling raw milk. Okay, I don't know what happened after that. I don't know if anybody got arrested and locked away, but I did receive information yesterday, and I, I, I can't remember all the details to it because it's quite extensive, and I don't have a you know liking to read a lot of legal stuff kind of brain but it turns out that they can't that it that a notice to appear there's a ticket mm-hmm. that for reasons that the policeman is not authorized actually to to pass that out that they're mm-hmm. actually illegal so i wrote to them yesterday and i said please give me the details on what we say to the police and what we say in the court because they they are not authorized by their position to actually even put out the quote citation you it's it's a summons to court, but it doesn't hold any water, and I'm trying to find out the language on it. So what I do... But when you don't show up, they issue a bench warrant. It's very corrupt. They rush yeah. you through to basement. It's a, it's very corrupt, and it, the way they do it is not legal at all, but because most people never challenge it, it just continues to happen. Well, they thousands and it. thousands of times across this country every single day, Monday through Friday. <laughs> they don't. That people don't challenge it, Randy, because they don't know. Okay, right. So we're telling yeah. you so you know, so you can start asking questions, and that's why we call this intelligent radio. There are ways of getting around these things because these things are not legal or real. They are just fabrications for sucking cash out of your pockets. That's it. It's just a, another form of taxation. You know, I was looking at a note that I had written from a previous show, and it's, and what I wrote down is, what can the audience do? Act or you will be acted upon. And what that means is educate yourself so you can say, I don't think so. Stay or, informed. Always a good one is I don't understand because nobody else understands what they're doing anyway other than cash sucking. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, if them. anybody hops on our law education call this week, uh, the person that I told you, and you might want to do it too, Val and Mike, is uh, this gentleman who is helping those people with the IRS and their foreclosures with these uh, medallion and whatever. Uh, his name is Eric. I never say last names of any guests because, uh, you know, I, we know our calls are listened to and we don't want them to ever target anybody. Everybody's calls are now listened to, Randy. Join the call. Yes. NSA has listened to everybody call in America. They're tracking everybody email. Hey, they were doing that to me and my, my grandfather was in the mafia. They were doing that 40 years ago, so I'm used to it. 
Oh, they yeah. weren't doing yeah. emails 40 years ago. They were no, they were they, they they were listening to our family's phone conversations. Well, you were con- actually to do that. They actually had to have a legal wiretap. Oh, they'll so do that it. was a tish more um, reliable than than what's going on now. They just have blanketed everybody. So, where America, wake up! We don't have wake a president. Up. We do okay. not have a president. We do not have an elected president. We have a selected president. We do not have an elected president. And that's the distinction is important. This is so have some fun. Did you this see the video, guys, of where the IRS guy was actually saying that it was voluntary? That tax, that this tax is yes. voluntary? This is that's right. Well, how did he collect it? Oh, here comes that music we love so dearly. Um, this program has been brought to you by Laughing Dragon Entertainment, You're our radio partner, TonyCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, Larry Hagman, and Dennis Weaver. We miss you so much. And uh, DrValerie.com and Doctors All Spelled Out. We thank our producers and sponsors. Ron Hayes, you rock. I so appreciate what you do for me every day. Uh, our research assistant, big thank you to our team at Voice America, Jeff Bernard, Nathan Jed, Brad Comer, Ryan Treasure, Randy Jackman, Iman, our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale, Monica Rains, and Ron Simon, Mayor Steve Oku, to Bent Migan for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People, which is available to you as a 3MP3 if you write me at dallatmakingampinamerica.com. Uh, actor, you will be acted upon. We love you, and we'll be back next week. With extraordinary plans. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.